Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. One of the oldest cliches in football is you gotta protect the ball. You gotta protect the ball. As for what happens when you don't protect the ball, just take a look at what happened to your New York Jets and New York Giants this past Sunday. So like I said, listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. You can give me, folks, all you want with your X's and O's and your intricate game plans and, and, you know, this and that and all the diagrams. And in the end, it still comes down to some of the simplest things. Protecting the ball, throwing the ball, catching the ball, kicking the ball. I mean, I know it's not as simple as that, certainly not in today's game. But when you take a look at what happened this past weekend to the local football teams here in New York, Jets and the Giants, classic examples, it can't be more classic of what happens when you don't protect the football. Now, let's let's do the uh, Jets first who lost to the New England Patriots. And, uh, you know, their record went from, they were rocking and rolling at 5-2. and two. Their record uh, falls to 5-3. Uh, and three. They were 22-17 losers to the Pats. You don't have to be a big mathematician to know when you get intercepted three times, as Zach Wilson did as your quarterback for your Jets, Bad things happen. You know, you could look at, what, 20 for 41, or what was it, 300, 355 yards passing or something. It doesn't matter. A couple of TDs. You got to protect the football. You have to protect the football. And some of his passes were terrible. You know, he, to me, he was the, listen, you're talking about a number two pick overall. Okay, a number two pick overall. He looked to me, as the epitome of a guy with talent, but a young and green quarterback who makes bad mistakes. And I'm sure they're going to rake him over the coals this week. Fans, media, talk radio, they're going to hammer him. Now, it's not all on Zach Wilson. But you have to protect the football. This is not really complicated. Three interceptions doesn't get it done, especially when you're playing when you're making three interceptions against a um, Bill Belichick coach team. And that also brings me to something else that happened leading up to uh, yesterday's. Lost by the Jets. All week, all week, I was hearing about that this this is going to be a different season. These are different Jets. And in many ways, they are. I think head coach Rob Sala has created a terrific, they're very, very tough on defense. 
Very, very tough on defense. Uh, they're an improved, the Jets are an improved team. But something was going on this past weekend that I just had the feeling it was going to come back and bite the Jets right on their keisters. Each and every one of them. And you know what that was? I felt all week that the Jets were making this game against the New England Patriots, who have now beaten them 13 straight games. But I, I felt it. everything that I heard and watched and read was as if this was their Super Bowl for this season. We got it. This is a different Jets team. We got to take care of the Patriots. Enough is enough. No more. We're not going to be kissing their butts anymore. We're not this and that anymore. It's time. It's payback for them rolling us last year in Gillette. Blah, 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 ad nauseum. And the reason I say ad nauseum, and, and you know, we got to get, all oh, you fans, you got to get out early because we need, we need everything. We got to take care of this team. You, you were seeing on the back pages of the newspapers. When you start thinking like that, you trip over your own feet, your own cleats, whatever the hell you want to call it. Because you you know what another cliche what just a cliche not in football and sports you got to keep your eyes on the prize and the prize is simply taking care of business as far as I'm concerned I, I I've been around sports enough what, uh, taking care of the prize is taking care of business week to week especially in football especially in football because when you don't Again, I will say it, it bites you right on the keisters. I, I, I think the Jets, now the fans don't play, but I know what I, I hear, I know what I see. I think the Jets were so wrapped up as if this was the statement game. We're going to win this game. We're going to be 6-2. and two. We're going to show everybody, especially the Patriots, it's there's a new sheriff in town. Well, slow down a second because the, the the big sheriff in town in your division anyway are the Buffalo Bills, who by the way um, face the Jets next week. But that's another story. Uh, but but the the Jets, it was like they were obsessed. Now you want to be obsessed with winning a game? Well, that's fine. But I. Also, there's something else about that. You can get obsessed with winning a game to the point that it strangles you. I don't mean strangles you that the Jets choked, okay? I don't mean that. I just mean that it sucks the air out of you. You get too wired up. I've, I've seen it happen in all sports. You're too obsessed. You're almost too mesmerized by the task at hand it almost becomes too big and it puts a stranglehold on you. I, th You could say what you want. You want to disagree with me? Say Russ is nuts. Be my guest. You won't be the first ones to do that. But I'm telling you, leading up to everything, leading up to everything that I, with everything that I heard this past week, 
I just felt the Jets were setting themselves up to trip themselves up. I I really, really did. I think the Jets are a good football team. They're very much improved, and they can get better and better. And listen, did Zach Wilson have a lousy game? Yeah, he did. I'm not going to go ahead and crucify this guy and say, oh, my God, you know, he is he the guy that's going to lead us to greener pastures? It's his second year. Let, let's Everybody calm down a little bit here. Everybody calm down a little bit here before you get nuts. So I'm saying this before the fact because I know what's going to happen this week. I can, I can hear it on, on, on all the talk radios starting today, tomorrow, and leading into next week. But as far as I'm concerned... I even hold the coaching staff, Robert Sala, who uh, to me looks like a good head coach. Certainly, I really like what he's done with the defense, but I hold yesterday's loss on everybody. Because if the game is becoming too big, this wasn't a Super Bowl. This was their seventh game of the season. Excuse me, their their, um, eighth game of the season. They're now five and three. If if you allow the game to get too big, that does not help your players. You know, I, I used to say that in, in baseball. You, you know, sometimes I you know just use it uh, as you know to, to try to paint a picture. But you know, like a batter, a batter's you know if, if a guy gets too tight. He can almost see him squeezing sawdust out of the bat handle when he's in the batter's box. Or he's getting nervous if, if balls are hit to him. Or in basketball, you know, oh, is the ball going to come to me? I, I just find, you, you, don't ever make the game too big. Don't ever make the game too big. Now, you, say, you might be saying, well, Russ, what, what do you mean when you get to the Super Bowl? Let me tell you something. Yeah, I've heard coaches say it too. Go ahead, enjoy the whole experience. Obviously, it's the biggest game of your lives, but you also have to enjoy the moment. I thought much too much was made out of this matchup with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. First of all, a lot of these guys on the Jets, they don't know anything about the last... 20 years against Bill Belichick, let alone the last 12, now 13 losses. So technically you're trying to remind them about something that they don't know anything about, nor should they care about it. And I'm not saying they don't want to care about the fans and what the can fans like, what the fans don't like, but hey, the fans could get nuts. The fans, you know, they can go up and down like uh, a toilet seat in a co-ed dormitory, for crying out loud. But the players and the coaches have to remain cool. Cool, calm, and collected. And I do not think that was the case this week. I think the Jets got far too worked up over the fact that they were playing Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick. Were they playing Bill Belichick or were they playing the Patriots? 
there wasn't 11 Bill Belichicks on the field out there. We all know what kind of great coach Bill Belichick is. Duh. Nobody needs to tell anybody that, especially if you follow football. But you don't obsess over it. You go and play the game. And I just kept hearing and seeing, you know, when I looked at the back page, I, well, I guess it was what was on a post, you, you got to do this, you got to do that. Get the fans out there. Let, I mean, it, it was too, it was just too much. And quite frankly, it proved to be too much. You know, that 22-17 final, you know, the, the score wasn't that pretty, okay? The giant, uh, Jets scored a, a, a late touchdown. It was, it was not a pretty game. It was ugly. So now my suggestion moving forward, if I'm the Jets, you're playing a Buffalo Bills next week. Okay, you're playing a Buffalo Bills next week. Just think about playing the Buffalo Bills. Don't think about what's after the Bills. Don't think about, don't start doing, you know, math. Well, if we win this game, then we're, what are we going to be? If we win this game, oh, then we'll be uh, six and three. So well, that's okay. Then we're back. Just think about the Buffalo Bills because they are a tall order in itself. Don't look past them. Just look at them. Take care of your business against the Buffalo Bills. But please, Jets, don't ever do that again. And and, and believe me, you know, I'm what I what I said to open about you gotta protect the ball. Three interceptions speak for itself. Themselves. You gotta protect the football. It's the oldest cliche, the most important cliche in football. You got to protect the ball. But, but between not protecting the ball and, and, you know, I really think they were so obsessed, the Jets were so obsessed with beating the Patriots when they fell behind like they didn't know what to do. It was almost like I said, it was like the air was sucked out of them, especially especially sucked out of them in their own building, MetLife Stadium. And the crazy part about it was the Jets wanted so badly for the fans to make sure they showed up early so the place would be full. So what happened? They played so poorly the fans left early. Just go into your games and take care of business. Don't obsess who it's this guy, who it's that guy. And, and you know what? In any sport, you let revenge get into your head, you'll fall on your face. You'll beat yourselves. You got to put what happened in the past right where it is, leave it there, and you got to move forward. And I hope, I really hope that they learned the lesson today, those Jets, because I, I was, it was, to me, it was very, very, very disappointing. 
I, I, I just, I, you know, it's not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say, I told you so, I knew this was going to happen, but I had a real bad feeling, a real bad feeling. Anyway, that's the story on your Jets. As for your Giants, who were 27-13 losers in, um, in Seattle against a former Jet and a former Giant, uh, Geno Smith, who if somebody had to beat the Giants, I, I would say, yeah, I was happy for Geno. He's bounced around. Well, what's this, his 10th year, and uh, he's doing well. As for taking over for Russell Wilson. But what the Giants did, uh, listen, you can't fumble two punts that would lead to 10 points. You, you, You can't do that. You don't have to be Vince Lombardi. You don't have to be Bill Parcells. You don't have to be George Hallis. You don't have to be Chuck Knoll. You don't have to be Bill Walsh. You don't have to be Tom Landry. It's common sense. And I'm sure the coaches will go over that till they're blue in the faces. You can't Richie James fumbled two punts. Fumbled two punts. Crucial times. You, 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 you can, the Giants aren't good enough to be able to give away the ball and give up, give away points. They're just not good enough. And you, you've heard me say this on on, on previous uh, podcasts here on on get a load of this. Nobody knows better. That's the reason to me that the Giants went into the game at six and one and they're now six and two. Don't forget, they were a four win team last year. A four win team. The, clearly, it's because of the mindset, the approach that Giants head coach Brian Dable and his staff take. You you can ask. Brian, and you know, a lot of people might say, well, it's just coach speak. He does not look past his nose. He does not look past the task at hand. He doesn't get himself wrapped up too high, doesn't get himself too low. You know, after the game today, he wasn't a whole lot different than after after a win. He cut right to the chase, got to protect the ball. Got to go back. Got to do it. Hey, look, we were three and one the first quarter. We were three and one the second quarter. There's positives, but see, I, I've you've heard me say this time and again about Dable. With the six and one, I don't care if they would have won today. Would they were six and one going into today? If they would have won, they would have been seven and one. If you would look at Dable or ask Dable, and I can tell you emphatically, I know that's his approach. He knows. Whether they were six and one going in or not, he knows they needed a lot of help and a lot of work. And there's a long list of things that they need to get better on before they can be looked upon as a force. Records and statistics can fool you. Now, I'm not knocking them. 
You know, they've accomplished a great deal early on. But, you know, Daniel Jones was also sacked five times today. You know, he's also missing a couple of offensive linemen. He's also missing uh, his tight end, Daniel Bellinger. And the, the Giants certainly don't have enough depth to withstand those kind of losses in personnel. I'll tell you who, his numbers were, you know, nothing today. 17 to 31, Daniel Jones, 176 yards. Uh, yesterday, rather, excuse me. Hey, let me tell you something. Daniel plays his ass off. And the reason I say he plays his ass off, he has no, and I don't want to disparage anybody, he has no frontline receivers. His three main targets this year, his three main targets going into this year, into this season, coming out of training camp, were to be Sterling Shepard, who's now out for the season with an injury, Kenny Galladay, who is still out, and Kadarius Toney, who wasn't playing because he couldn't get himself healthy, and he subsequently has been traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. But not one, not two. Those were your three main targets penciled in as your three main targets. Your other one was going to be Wandell Robinson, who's just back a couple of games. You know, the rookie, who's a good-looking rookie, by the way. Darius Slayton, who had to agree to a pay cut to be on the team this year, and I like Darius. You know, what? I think the fifth-round pick caught eight, eight, um, eight touchdowns a few years back in his rookie season. He's, he's their main receiver right now. So the, the Giants are doing it. I mean, that's, that to me makes Daniel Jones, I, 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 to me, he has secured his future with the Giants. He, show, he has shown he can lead. He, can, he has shown there's no excuses in his makeup. He has shown he's a leader. I'm just anxious to see, you know, owner John Mara, one of the co-owners, of course, with uh, the Tisch family, you know, said going into I, I actually he said it when when the day I think Joe Shane was hired as the new general manager you know they were talking to uh, Mara about moving forward with Daniel Jones and Mara said it best I think we've done everything in the last few years to screw up Daniel Jones to screw the kid up from different head coaches to different offensive coordinators to different systems now he's in lockstep with his head coach and his offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. Now he needs the artillery to move forward. Now he needs the artillery to move forward. That's why when when people, I, I get stopped all the time. I go on my morning runs, people stop me. I'm here, I'm there, I'm at the Giants. This one asked me, that one, well, Russ, what do you think? Are we playoff team? I, I go like this, playoffs. I'm not thinking of a, 
going into every week, I believe the Giants can win the game in hand. I do. I also believe they can lose that particular game week in and week out. And I tell fans when they come up and ask me, I says, this Giants team has not earned the right for you to expect that they should win this game or that game. They're not there yet. And they certainly lack the personnel to be there. If you ask me, through these first eight games, nobody in the NFL, nobody has done a better head coaching job than Brian Dable. Nobody for what he's got. Okay? You know, as far as skill position players and what, right now what he's got is Daniel, Saquon, and name who else. Can't operate that way. But they are operating that way. But as I've said, time and again, long way to go. As for, again, though, getting back to the basics, the way I open up the show will be the way I close it. You got to protect the ball. If you don't, you're done. You have to protect the football. The Giants failed to do it this weekend. The Jets failed failed to do it this weekend. Subsequently, the local football fans were miserable. But if somebody would have told, you know, you want to look at the glasses half empty, be my guest. But to me, if somebody would have told the Giant fans at the beginning of the season, would you take six and two? If somebody told the Jet fans after eight games, would you take five and three? Any one of those fans who say who says they wouldn't, I'd say they're full of crap. As simple as that. Just protect the damn ball. Period. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. As always, now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. Uh, you can do it on Facebook. You can also always check out my website at russsalsberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com because I tell you every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Uh, but I also have to remind you because it's still new and I want to be able to talk to you as many times as I can. I don't want you to be able to hear me as many times as you possibly can. So I need you nice people to all go and download the Yes app of the Yes Network, the Yes app. Because when you download the Yes app, then you can see my new Get a Load of This podcast on the Yes app. You don't have to just hear me. You can see me. And, you know, there might be different variations, different things to say. So uh, please, download the Yes app. Tell your friends to download the Yes app. And I want you always to remember to get a load of this. Having said that, most importantly, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. 
So until next time, it is I, Ross Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, have yourselves a great week, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.